today is the day that I get to share with you my husband on this podcast. We've got Casey on here today, but he has been my rock through all the ups and downs of motherhood. He's seen me at my worst. He's seen me at my most confident, and I'm really excited to bring him to you to give you a husband's perspective on postpartum weight loss. Because again, he's seen me at my heaviest. He's seen me work day in and day out to lose the weight. And he supported me along the way. And so he's going to share with you what it's looked like from his perspective, both in how my body's changed so much and what he's done to support me in that sense, as well as what to do if you guys aren't on the same page with your journeys. Thankfully, we both are people who for basically our whole lives have been active and made health a priority. We've not been perfect at that. We definitely have have had seasons where we were not perfect in our journeys and well, we're never perfect, but where we've had seasons where we weren't as intentional as we wanted to be. But he gives just great insight today that I think we as moms can take away to give us a better perspective, a better viewpoint of what our husbands are seeing as we take on this journey. So I'm excited to bring him to you today and just give you that husband's viewpoint of what this postpartum journey looks like for weight loss. So that is what we're going to get into today. I'm so excited. I do want to preface this with, I was so excited to have him on this podcast and get our recording going that I forgot to make the right selection and have our microphone selected. So it recorded on my laptop and the audio quality is not what I like to put out. It is not the audio quality that I expect of myself. So I apologize that it doesn't sound wonderful, but the message, the content, what he has to share is it trumps what it sounds like audio wise. So I just want to let you know that it's not quite the quality and standard that I like to have on this podcast. And I just want to give you that awareness that that's the case. But um, again, the message is what's important. His words were so encouraging and insightful. So I can't wait to get into this. Let's do it. Hey, mama, welcome to the tough love mom podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, You are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. How are you feeling about this? I'm feeling all right. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Okay. So let's first preface this whole conversation with the fact that we're just speaking from our own experience as a married couple. And just like I always say, I can't speak for every single mom because 
I'm speaking from experience a majority of the time, but do you have anything you want to preface your perspective with your conversation with like this conversation with before we dive in, dive into everything? So first I want to start off by saying, I remember the first time you brought up this idea of a podcast to me <laughs> and I kind of gave it some lip service, but uh, it's just awesome to see how it's grown uh, so much. And I'm just so very proud of you and everything that you've done uh, to reach people of all sorts of walks of life on this journey. So thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you. I did not did not tell him to say that, and I didn't expect it either. <laughs> so I appreciate it. But um, is there anything else with perspective and experience that you want to talk to? I think, well, before I let you talk, sorry. We have a, I have an issue with interrupting. So I'm going to try to not interrupt by getting all my thoughts out and then letting Casey speak. <laughs> Just full transparency here. We're coming from a place of we've both always been active. And I know that's not super relatable for every couple out there. So if you're listening and you're like, yeah, but my husband's not like that, or I'm not like that. I haven't always been athletic like Liz my whole life. Just remember that there's always something you can glean from a conversation that you can glean from a podcast, a book, even if you can't 100% relate. And I think I know Casey has a lot of wisdom to share from a husband's perspective that I think will really, not only if your husband ends up listening to this this episode, can learn from, but I think he will also give you as the mom a good idea of what to look out for, what to appreciate about what your husband is doing. So that being said, is there anything else you want to say prior to getting into this? Just kind of like you alluded to, I don't speak for every husband or every father that's out there. So the things I'm going to talk to and speak to, that's what worked best for me. And that's what I've discovered on my own journey as a father, husband, supporting you through two pregnancies. So for the listener, just take what I'm saying as a perspective. It might not be the ultimate perspective that you need to uh, incorporate, but it's just what worked for me and my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. So let's, let's start off with the start of parenthood pregnancy. I gained a lot of weight. That's no secret. And both of them, you were actually the one who pointed out that it was, you saw like on the bed or something that it was 250 pounds, I think. And I was like, Oh my gosh, in my head when we had that conversation, I don't even remember how that conversation initially went, but I was like, Whoa, I gained 90 pounds. That's crazy. And that was kind of the turning point for me, at least postpartum knowing I need to get control of my health. But obviously in both of my pregnancies, my body changed a lot. I gained a lot of weight. It's not like you were looking over my shoulder at the scale ever, but what were your thoughts, your perspective? Did anything change about how you saw me or thought about any of, you know, how pregnancy affected my body? Cause I mean, my face changed a lot too. I gained a lot of weight everywhere. So did that perspective change at all for you? And I mean, all the other husbands out there, do you think there's changed either when it came to how their wives' bodies changed from pregnancy? Yeah, so I can tell a lot of the mothers out there right now that the husbands are not thinking as much about this as much as you are. Uh, We knew when we took those vows and decided to become fathers that your bodies would change. You're a growing uh, human being. You're growing the next generation of our family. And I feel like one thing that females in general just overthink is that aspect of 
oh my gosh, I gained however many pounds. What's my husband going to think of me? Trust me, it's fine. We know that that comes with the territory. We know that your body's going to change in pregnancy, and that's how it was designed to be. Don't overthink it. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Yeah, I guarantee you that your husbands are not as concerned as you think they are with yeah. any weight gain during pregnancy because it's ultimately you're essentially at your body's discretion of what's, what's going what's on. Gonna happen. Do you think it's important to have that conversation? A mom, a wife is really in her head about that, actually really concerned, maybe having her own body image issues that she just tell her husband what's going on. I mean, if I had that happen, if I was struggling with that, and I brought that to you, how would you handle it as the husband? How would you go about supporting me with the struggle I'm having about how my body's changing so much? So that would be an amazing first step is just to be honest, open and honest with your husband about that situation. And I guarantee your husband is going to probably roll their eyes at you. But <laughs> in a loving way, right? <laughs> yeah, because we can't predict what's in your mind. We don't know what you're thinking and a lot of times we're not we're not even thinking about that at all we're not thinking about the amount of pound that you gained during pregnancy or what have you but if you just be open and honest about it and come to us with that concern uh, i guarantee you'll be very surprised at the answer you get how once that transition happens into motherhood and to parenthood as a couple what do you think is the best way that a husband can support a mom during that first year in general. And I think it's important because you're not necessarily speaking to husbands, right? Like it's most likely you're the, you're a mom listening right now. It'll be great if you share it with your husband and encourage him in a loving way and he decides to listen, but likely you're a mom listening, right? So how else can she also be on the lookout for her, how her husband, husband might be helping her? Cause I think, I mean, speaking from experience, that first year postpartum, there's so much on your plate. You're trying to figure out so much. Those things can often drown out how, for me, they often drowned out how you were trying to help me and support me just in general during that first year. So what can a mom, one, look out for and be appreciative of her husband doing? And maybe what can she ask for help with that you would want to be supportive of or willing to support with in that first year? Yeah, so one thing to keep in mind is men love differently than how women love and nurture. So at least from my experience, nurturing is kind of a, a foreign concept to me that I essentially had to learn that instinctively uh, things that come naturally to me is protecting, presiding, and providing uh, for the family. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to something like with infants where that has to take a turn and you have to refocus and turn to more of a nurturing mindset where you have diapers, you have bottles, you have crying babies at 3 a.m. Yeah, different, that's, different kinds of cries. You're like, I don't know what that cry means, but you do. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of out of our territory a little bit. So uh, for husbands, it's perfectly fine to feel that way. Just note, just note that you need to essentially be okay with stepping out of that comfort zone mm -hmm. in order to take the load off of your wife. Yeah. And that's it's going to be a learning process. There's going to be mistakes made, uh, but the biggest thing is to be open in the communication about that, about what are the expected roles, and to be pretty literal with what the expectation is. Yeah. So, like, if, if you're the wife going to your husband saying, 
or you're wanting help in a certain area, she just needs to be black and white about it. You just need to go and say, hey, I need you to help with X, Y, Z because I feel like I'm drowning. I have too much on my plate. I'm exhausted because the baby, you know, don't be too dramatic about it, but just be very literal about what you need. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And that's how more or less our, our brains work is if you give me a specific problem, then I can use my maleness essentially to help <laughs> solve it. Uh, they like solving problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not good at trying to figure out what the problem is and trying to guess. So yeah, if you are just open and honest with what the expectation is with each of your roles, whether that's, hey, I expect that you're going to be doing one bottle in the night or you're going to be primary for diaper changes and I'm going to be primary for breastfeeding. If just outlining those specific roles, that'll make things go a lot easier and, and help us help you take yeah. the load off a lot more. And then be willing to and ready to pivot when seasons change because they will. It's not going to be the same forever unless you both are in the same exact routine literally forever. But I mean, kids change and seasons change. So that won't always be the case. Let's flip that and talk about how a mom can support her husband in that transition to fatherhood. So for the moms out there, realize that your husband's going through similar things that you're going through. And depending on how your family dynamics are, your husband may be coming home from a full day of work where things didn't go quite well. And so they're coming home and you essentially want them to take over, which is fair. You've been home with the, the kids all day. Just realize when the husband comes home and has an amazing attitude about that and is willing to take the kids and let you have a break. They are essentially going from work to work. So just don't let that go unnoticed. Yeah. Appreciate it. Again, that's the same thing with when you're asking for help in an area or seeking help in an area, appreciating what's actually happening. And I'm not perfect at that. Let's just, let's just point that out there. I'm not perfect about that, but thank you for that perspective. So let's talk about weight loss because that's why the moms are here listening. How can a husband support her wife on that journey because a majority of the time after that initial weight loss from birth for most moms not all moms but for most moms there's some extra weight to lose and that takes intention it takes time it's a journey it's a journey so what are some ways that you found yourself supporting me along that way and what kind of again this is along the similar lines of what should a wife be on the lookout for for how her husband might be supporting her so you cut you call this the tough love mom podcast for a reason and <laughs> sure I'm gonna, I do. <laughs> and I'm gonna cash in on that right now. So for the husbands out there, basically you need to set the tone for your family. You need to take a leadership role uh, in your family. And I have not always been the greatest at this and it's something that we continually try to learn, but your family will follow in your footsteps for better or for worse. Mm. So if you if your wife and your kids see that you're taking your health seriously and your fitness seriously, then they're more apt to uh, follow and it just takes the stress off of everybody. Whereas if you're unequally yoked in that part of your life where your wife is trying to take the lead and you are sitting back and not taking care of your health, not going to the gym, uh, not staying fit, that is cause for most likely some tension points uh, in the marriage. And it makes it harder for your wife to continue that journey of weight loss, fitness. So the number one way is just to be 
on board, maybe if you're not. And, and I think it's hard because let's just point out the elephant in the room because we both experienced this. You get married and you start to eat out more. You get a little bit more lax about your, I mean, we didn't really get more lax about our workouts. Not, I'm not trying to put us on a pedestal here, but like food wise, I mean, I gained weight after we got married a few pounds, nothing crazy. I can't speak for you, but like my habits definitely didn't keep up to the level that they were at. And then having kids adds another layer of responsibility and time management and less time on your plate to do things. So it's really, if you're in a place where you're like, well, yeah, neither of us have really prioritized our health for years now because we're a few years into parenthood or a few years into being married and we have a newborn now and we don't even know where we would find the time to do that. Just know that almost every single couple finds themselves in that place at some point, wouldn't you say? It's really easy to find yourself in that place of, well, I used to prioritize my health so well, but now I'm like, how would I even do that because of everything on our plate, right? Like, that's a pretty common thing that you've seen. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Yeah. But one thing to keep in mind is just like how on, on the airplane, they always brief before takeoff that if there's a loss of oxygen, you need to put on the oxygen mask on yourself before you can put it on anybody else. Mm -hmm. So before you can expect to have a healthy family, you need to set the example and make sure that you're taken care of so that you can continue to provide and protect your family. Yeah. And I think a big misconstruction of couples fitness is people think that they need to be going to the gym as a couple and have the same goals and be doing synchronized push-ups and sit-ups <laughs> like you see but where you, you don't need to have the same fitness goals uh have we ever i don't think we ever have no so you're <laughs> i don't think we've ever had similar we've gone to the gym together but we don't work out together yeah and that's just <laughs> it's just because we have different goals yeah uh, you don't you like you've done like maybe eight or nine of my workouts ever together with me, I think. Right? Yeah, tops. The only fitness thing we've ever done together is like a mud run. A couple. We've done a couple of those obstacle course races together, but that was it. (laughs) Yeah, and I think with like obstacle courses, those are such a a fun time to like go out and celebrate your fitness as a family. And if if the audience here loves to do obstacle course races and you're training to do an obstacle course race as a couple, good on you. But... I think there's a big misconstruction out there that you need to have the exact same goals. You need, yeah. you need to eat the exact same way and you need to train the exact same way where it just comes down to what are your, what are your goals as a husband and what are your goals as a wife? And mm-hmm. I think traditionally those might look a little bit different. Yeah. So let's talk about if I think it's good to know that it a couple like us who is successful in our habits when it comes to our health is on different paths, but we're walking alongside each other on those different paths. Let's shift the focus of the conversation to maybe the husband and the wife are on different paths, but one's further along than the other. One's more like the the mom listening is more intentional. She wants to lose weight. She wants to start eating healthier, but she's worried about her husband, not liking the meal she's cooking now being frustrated. This is something I hear from so many of my clients is they feel guilty about the time that they're spending to work out because now they're not spending time with their husband. They are worried that starting to have a vegetable at dinner is going to, and and taking away, just like changing up the dinners that she's making are going to make the family uncomfortable, make them not want to eat these meals. How would you encourage someone who's in that place where maybe they are for this season 
as the mom is making changes, she feels like they're unequally yoked, like they're not on the same page with their habits. And again, I think the reason I brought up from getting married to having kids and then finding yourself in this place where you haven't been as intentional as you would like to be, that's a really slow change that happens over time. And I think a lot of couples find themselves there. So don't feel guilty about that. But I think a lot of times what can happen is one of the two wants to get out of that place and starts those things, but then gets in that headspace of I'm worried about making this change and what they're going to think or if they're going to be frustrated and you start to feel guilty. So do you think it's possible for her to start those changes of fitness and nutrition and just start to make those changes? And how would you encourage her to do that in a way that it doesn't create division? I feel like you you can and you should make those changes. Now, if there is some issue where your husband doesn't like the food or is intimidated by the changes that you're making, I feel like a good strategy might be, once again, just communicate why you're doing what you're doing, but that requires that you know your own why. Mm -hmm. So if you communicate to your uh, husband, hey, I'm doing this because I want to be around for our children to see them graduate and become successful and to be there for our grandchildren. So you're investing in the uh, short term with simple lifestyle and habit changes in order to reap the long-term benefits of longevity and just overall better function as a mom, as a wife, then the husbands are more apt to take that and understand that. But if they don't know your why and they just see that there's healthier food that might maybe not as tasty, then they might be apt to reject it. But if you're just open and honest with your husband and your your children about why you get what you get at the grocery store and you wrap it back to why you're doing that, then they are more apt to, in my opinion, be more receptive. Yeah, totally. I bring this up with my clients all the time. You have to not just tell me, who is your main source of accountability and encouragement on the health and fitness front, you need to talk to the people in your sphere. You need to talk to your kids if they can understand. You need to talk to your husband. You need to talk to the family members or the friends or the coworkers that are close by that see you on a daily basis because if they don't understand why you're making these changes, and this is crazy if you haven't learned this concept yet, but people are very selfish. We're very self-centered. We're always thinking about us. Is something going to affect us, hurt us, change us? And so when you start making a change, it will point out to other, and this is probably what happens when you're making these changes in your health and you don't feel like your spouse is on the same page. When you start making these changes, it can point out it for the other person. It can point out in themselves what might be lacking, what they might not be doing that they want to be doing differently. And it can cause in themselves this tension of, I don't want to be here right now, but I keep doing these things. And it can cause that inner frustration, which is probably what you felt that spurred you on to make change. And so just speaking to the mom listening right now, I want you to know that the change you're making, if people are are responding in a way that's not receptive, it's probably because it's pointing out in them and it's not your fault. It's something that it's them issue, not a you issue, but it's pointing out in them something they might want to change. And so don't take that personally, one, but two, do be open. Like Casey said, you have to communicate and be totally transparent about why you're doing this, not just with the person you're working with, 
you need to be telling the closest people to you because if they don't understand why, they're not going to be as supportive. They're not going to be as excited for you when you do hit those goals. Let's talk about a husband's support along the way because there are some husbands that are like, woohoo, I'm, I'm on board. I'm so excited for you to like feel better and start feeling like yourself again. And sometimes, and maybe this comes back to the overthinking, <laughs> we're so guilty of that. But what if there is a mom who her husband's excited for her to be on this journey, to start feeling better and losing weight because he knows that's what she wants, but maybe his encouragement is coming off in a way that doesn't feel good to the mom. It feels a little aggressive. It feels a little over the top. And maybe she feels a little bit like, oh, he's happy that I'm finally losing weight. What do you think is actually going through his head? And what would you say to the mom to take a different perspective on that? Because that's a hard place to be when your mind's telling you one thing, but you're hearing another. Yeah, so one thing to think about is that, as we all know, men's brains work differently. We're gonna be a lot more literal and we're gonna be a lot more amped to just say things without really thinking them through and how the female brain might perceive that. Uh, and I've been guilty of that many times. But one thing to keep in mind is just to be excited for the fact that that husband is supportive. Yeah. Now, they might have not have conveyed their support in the way that you would have liked, but just keep in mind the fact that they are supporting. Totally. Even if they're being frank, just take it for what it is because they're trying and yeah. they see you trying. Right? Yeah. So don't take it as a per <laughs> if your husband's super pumped that you're losing the weight or quote unquote, finally losing the weight. Yeah. Just keep in mind that sometimes we just can't hide our emotions and you shouldn't take it as a, a personal slight. You should just take it as, Hey, we are genuinely happy for you that you're making this step and you're starting this journey. Yeah. And again, it comes back to that transparency. Like, Hey, I really appreciate the fact that you're cheering me on and excited for me and that we're on the same page with what we prioritize in this family, but maybe you could word it a little differently or encourage me in a different way. Have that conversation, right? It's always conversation. It yeah. always comes down to that. Yeah, exactly. And conversations is something that men generally tend to avoid. But yeah, if, if your husband's making you feel a certain way about this, then recommendation is to just let them know that, hey, that the way that they're coming off is making you feel this way or that way so that yeah. they can, because people need different motivations. Like for, for me, I'm more apt to motivation when people are screaming at me and yelling at me. I, I like that. And I think men in general, just with, you know, growing up with football coaches and strength coaches that are yelling at you, that's a very motivating factor because I think men in general just like to be challenged. Whereas women may or may not feel that way. I know some women like you, you in the weight room, you come from a, a strength coach background having done D1 volleyball. You probably like that kind of motivation, but for your first time fitness practitioners, they might yeah. not take well to that and might need a little more subtle of uh, motivation and support. Yeah. And that'll change too. My first few workouts, I mean, the first few months postpartum, I would not have responded well to that because I was at square one, like I'd never been before. And it was so humbling and I needed, I needed softness. I needed gentleness in how I was being approached with th thankfully the, the workouts I do, the trainers, you know, based on the program you're doing it, it adapts to what you're looking to get out of that workout. And 
obviously fourth trimester stuff is a lot more gentle than the kind of stuff I'm doing now, 18 months postpartum. But again, yeah, it just goes down to that transparent <laughs> communication that you have to have about all things. And I think that's what we're, I'm taking away at least. And that's something I think I can always get better at. Everyone can get better at. Yeah. And in the same light, if you're a wife trying to support your husband on their fitness journey, mm -hmm. then keep in mind that maybe the subtleness is something that they don't need. Maybe yeah. or they don't even notice. Yeah. Maybe your husband responds better to frankness and likes to be challenged. And I think men in general just like to be challenged, including by their wives. It's not to say that you necessarily shame your husband, but yeah. I think healthy challenges to a man becoming stronger helps them in their in their fatherhood. Are there any ways you would encourage a wife to, because maybe she's at that point where she's been changing her habits, she's gotten healthier, she's lost some weight, and her husband's maybe trailing behind a little bit, but she can tell that he's ready for that encouragement or open to it. What are some ways that maybe she can encourage him on that path in a loving way so it doesn't come off as shaming, but it comes off as, hey, like, let's do this together. Yeah. So if they're already, if they've already started a fitness journey and they're already starting to see a little bit of progress, you'd be surprised as to how just a few words would help that. So maybe it's a, hey, you're looking good today. Yeah. I'm, I've noticed that you've gained muscle. I've noticed that you look better. I've noticed that you're pushing more weight in the gym. Little, essentially, ego strokes like that go a long way. More yeah. than I think women really realize is that men are driven to be strong. And they like those compliments from their significant others. Yeah. Yeah. So simple. We got to stop overthinking things, ladies. We really got to <laughs> stop overthinking. <laughs> cool. Well, I had fun having you on. We'll have to do this again. <laughs> Casey's like, I don't know. <laughs> I like to end every every conversation with a little tough love for the listeners. So tough love, we've you already know what it means, but it's defined as caring enough about someone that you're going to express what you need to express in a straightforward way because you care about their well-being. So basically, you love someone, you care about them so much that you're not going to beat around the bush. And I know you care about these listeners as much as I do. That's why you support me in doing this podcast and help me make it happen and follow through on everything that I do to get these episodes out. But with that in mind, what def what the definition of tough love is, what do you want to leave the listeners with today when it comes to everything we just talked about? So first of all, I want to challenge first the, the men and the, the husbands and the fathers that you need to be strong because nobody is going to be strong for your family but you. And then to the women and the moms, keep it up. You can be you can be straight with them. You can you don't have to beat around the bush. You can be straight. This is a tough love mom podcast. Yeah, be frank. So for the for <laughs> the moms for the moms out there, you, you gotta stop overthinking everything. Just stop overthinking stuff. Be open and honest. Don't be afraid to challenge your husbands and to be frank with your husbands about their status of health and wellness. It's important, but I think a marriage is one of the best opportunities to, as iron sharpens iron, right? To spur each other on to be better. And health is part of that. I mean, our well-being, again, if you listen to, I think it was episode 14, where I talked about what tough love actually means. I really broke it down. If you're like feeling some type of way after this episode, you need to go listen to that so you can get a little refresher on what you're getting from this podcast. But your well-being is not just mental. 
Your well-being is not just emotional, it is also physical. And when all of those things are in a decent, not perfect or healthy balance, but in a decent balance, which is like, you know, balance again, I think I talked about this once, but balance when you see someone like spinning a basketball, I don't know if you know this metaphor, but I love it. When someone's spinning a basketball on their finger, their hand is constantly moving. And that's how they're balancing the spinning basketball on their hand. And that I think is the perfect metaphor for what actual balance is. It's constant, tiny adjustments to make it work, to make everything keep spinning. Yeah. So also for the wives out there, when your husband does show the motivation to take their fitness seriously, whether that's going to the gym for strength training, whether that's doing martial arts like jujitsu or joining a local team. For example, I play uh, rugby for the local men's team in Vegas. Shout out to the Irish. <laughs> take that seriously and be sure that you're providing an atmosphere where they feel okay to leave the family for those short periods of time in order to go yeah. do that. Because the research shows that Children, especially young boys, will mirror the physical activities of the father more likely than the mother. Mm, yeah. So if if your husband is active and going out and doing stuff, just keep in mind that your children are likely to mirror that behavior. So provide a, an atmosphere and some grace where they are permitted to go do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because with activities like that, they, the husbands and the fathers are fulfilling their role as best they know how, which goes back to protecting, presiding, providing for the family. Yeah. And kind of like that metaphor I was bringing up, I brought it up because of your well-being being a balance of physical, mental, and emotional health. But I also think that balance, those tiny constant adjustments that you have to be making to balance everything and keep the ball spinning, aka keep your family on the right path and keep your family just moving in a direction that you guys have the vision for, for your family, takes those constant tiny pivots and adjustments. And like on a week to week basis, there's some weeks where Casey has to miss jujitsu. There's some weeks where I need to reprioritize my time on a certain day like I don't usually because we're constantly making those pivots to make this work and to prioritize. It's not like we put our health above everything else in our family, but we do have a pretty healthy balance between all those aspects that are important. And it only happens by that. Again, I think it all comes back to that transparent communication. So yeah. And this is this whole thing is not to say that we are perfect in oh our gosh, fitness no. habits and there are definitely days where I skip the gym with no good excuse but it's just some advice that we've garnered and you seeing me work with a lot of moms and a lot of women who are facing probably most of the struggles that you're like oh I'm worried about this and I'm struggling with that you are literally not the only wife or mom that's faced that because I've probably talked to dozens of women who are in that place and who've overcome it and have walked through it. And these are just some things that Casey has either seen me help women with or that we've walked through together that have helped us move on from that struggle. So thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely <laughs> want to do this again sometime. Okay, was, you guys send in, your, send in your topics. <laughs> so glad that he could just speak that truth into us as moms and help us remember that the awareness of what's going on, how we're communicating 
is what is foundational in all of this. I think we can apply that to all areas of our marriage and motherhood, that we just need to be transparent. We need to communicate our needs. We need to communicate what's going on in our heads, because when we're not doing that, there is going to be strife and tension between ourselves and our husband. So let's make sure that we take that going into this day, going into this week, going into your journey, take that transparent communication And I just want to remind you that if you're not part of our Tough Love Mom Squad over on Facebook, where we're focusing on postpartum weight loss and consistency and our mindset that you need to go be in that group, you need to go join, you need to be alongside these other moms who, again, are just working to get better, not only for themselves, but for their families and have a significant other that they're journeying alongside as well, maybe on different paths, but are trying to navigate the relationship side of it as well. So head over there, post up what's on your heart today based off this conversation. I hope it served you. Casey and I both hope it served you. Our hearts are for you guys. We want the best for you, your well-being in general, mental, emotional, and physical health. So again, go join the Facebook group if you're not in there yet. And I want you to go get after it this week, not just in your journey, but in your communication as well before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.